Okay, Bruce, you got everything ready? Yep. Uh, the health inspectors should be here soon, but uh, Lando was nowhere to be found. Wait, did you say health inspectors? Yes, the health inspectors are coming. That's why I had to clean everything up. They're coming by, but they want to meet with Lando, and I can't find them. I thought health inspectors like went around to restaurants. This is a casino. Yeah, but we serve food in a casino. Somebody's eating flatbread pizza right over there. Where did he get that? We have a cafe and bar. That's why they have health inspectors. But they want to talk to Lando. So I couldn't find Lando. But I found a guy that looks and talks just, just like Lando. He's like fake Lando to us. Here, come over here, Lando. Say hi to Michael. Why, you slimy, double-crossing, no-good swindler? You had a lot of guts coming here after what you pulled. See, he's just like Lando, isn't he? Um, I don't know if they're going to buy it, dude. What have you done to like- my ship? L- listen to that. Even that laugh sounds just like Lando. What about Leia and the Wookiee? Okay, fun. Let's go with it. What's the worst that could happen if we fail a health inspection? They told me they fixed it! Enjoy your stay. Hello, what have we here? I suggest a new strategy. You truly belong here with us, fucking club. Welcome, scoundrels, to the 24th episode of the Cloud City Casino Podcast. We're glad to have you here visiting us at our fabulous podcast, Among the Clouds. We are the official collecting and gaming podcast of StarWarsReport.com. I am the administrator of this facility and your host, Michael Morris. And here with me, of course, as always, is Bruce Gibson. That's right. I am now a health inspector for our own casino. That way I know we'll always get a 100% score. Yep. I really like how we do things it's not always on the up and up but it always seems to kind of work out for us so michael have you figured out who our fake lando was no who was our fake lando why don't you go ahead and fill me in on this well i guess this is going to be part of the expose of this guy so i like what you did there you like (laughs) (laughs) fake i'm real he's real (laughs) that's right ladies and gentlemen it's jeremy williamson yeah, baby. All right, also man. Also known as Jemiah. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> is Jemiah like a nickname? Yes, it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, about ten years ago, when I first started my graphic design company, I didn't want to call it Jeremy Design. I didn't want to call it Jeremiah Design. So somehow I just thought about taking out the ERE of Jeremiah and thought of J Maya. And I thought, whoa, that that sounds that's kind of modern, cool. So I branded the company, called it Jemiah Design. And then when I got into modeling, I would take my design business cards and give them to people, you know, when I met people. And then everybody called me Jemiah. And so that was 10 years ago and it's kind of stuck with me since. So Okay. But my name is Jeremy, Jemiah. As long as you get my attention, that's all that matters. <laughs> right. Well, so I'm, you know, so my name is Michael Morris. You can't, I mean, there's so many Michael Morrises around. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe that's why I've had my identity stolen. You know, they're just I like, mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> Google that name and you'll have like 4,000 people. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Like, I wish I would have had a cooler name. Like a name like Bruce, right? That would be a really cool name for you. Well, that would kind of be confusing for our show, but you know, well, at least it w- you'd have it a name like Lando. I do wish my name was Lando. <laughs> I always wish my name was Lando. But now you're kind of diving into to the podcast, and uh, you know, it's really more than that with uh, Star Wars Expose. You want to tell us about that? What Star Wars Expose? What's that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what? Never that? heard of it. Oh, I man. looked for it two months ago. I couldn't find oh, it. I think that's what I listened to this morning. I've got the wrong notes. <laughs> I'm so con- Oh, this is embarrassing. Oh, man. <laughs> um, well, I've been a Star Wars dude. I was born in 76. My parents took me to see Star Wars, you know, A New Hope, but it wasn't A New Hope then, in 77, in the drive-in. And so m- because of my parents, I grew up a Star Wars fan all my life. Do you remember seeing it in the drive-in? I have an image. That's all I have. I have an image that I remember. And it was probably because my parents, my brother's three years older than me. So they probably had me in the like car seat or whatever, sitting on the hood. And we watched the movie. And I, rem- I remember it. 
Like I, I remember it. I don't remember everything. I just, but you know, when you're a baby, things can go into your subconscious, whether you know it or not. Well, it's like how Leia has feelings about her mother. Yeah. She, yeah, you were like that. That and how, you know, Luke knows there was good, inv- Luke knew there was good invader. Why? Because she was holding Luke when she told Obi-Wan there's still good in him. That's how Luke was the one. Now, Leia don't have anything for Vader because he blew up her planet. <laughs> And tortured I mean, her. That would be hard to forgive. I mean, I mean, if I'm sure for Leia too, as being the choleric woman she is, she was thinking, Luke, he can be your dad, not mine, because I will kill him <laughs> if I see him. He blew up my whole planet, you know. <laughs> so she probably had more of a, an issue with forgiveness with when it comes to Vader. But anyhow, that's enough of that. However, I grew up a Star Wars fan. And I've always loved it, you know, and we all grew up with it. We all had that question in the back of our mind all through the 80s and 90s of what happened next? Like what Mm -hmm. happened after Return of the Jedi? And now, almost 40 years later, we're finally getting the answer to that question. So I've always been a Star Wars fan. Uh, I, from 2000 and six i think it was 2005 six yeah six till you know just a couple of years ago i was a model and an actor and i did a handful of tv shows like drop dead diva teen wolf you know vh1 single ladies janice dickinson show you know things like that nothing ever star wars i always dreamed of doing something star wars when i was an actor but i never got that chance and so um i just kind of I was tired of acting, to be honest with you. I didn't want to be somebody's puppet. But, I mean, when it comes to Star Wars, I'd totally be somebody's puppet. I'd let <laughs> Kylo Ren cut me in half. I don't care. Um, but, so when it come around with 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 my business and everything, I, I brand. It's a branding company now. It has evolved from graphic design to marketing to video production, audio production, to branding a company or their ad campaigns or whatever. But I wanted to do something Star Wars. And I was, I also speak in schools. I go speak to teenagers in middle schools, high schools. I go speak in colleges and stuff. I have a campaign called The Power of Young People. And I wanted to do a podcast, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I didn't want to be just a Joe Blow motivational speaker, cheesy, whatever. I wanted something cool. And then one day I was just driving down the road and it just dawned on me, do a Star Wars podcast. Like, don't do it for business, do it for fun. But me, I'm a businessman. So I always think business like, all right, so if I'm going to put time into this, I need an ROI that's going to, you know, be worth it. Um, So I started looking at it from a business perspective and going, okay, I don't want to get so caught up in business in this that I lose the fun of it. So I made my mind just stay focused on have fun, have fun, be culturally relevant, be um, energetic, be me, have my personality, my style, my, you know, with music and, you know, humor and fun and goofy stuff and all that kind of stuff. And so that's kind of where it came from. And of course, I have this business side to me that is always wanting to implement business into everything that I'm doing. But the whole purpose of Star Wars Expose and how we thought of the name is the word expose means to shine light upon or bring the light to expose. But it's expose and they're they're the same, but they're the definitions are very similar. So they're more like cousins, but they're the same thing. And so I thought Star Wars Expose, that's kind of a cool name where we where the fans get the limelight they deserve we got a mission of let's give the limelight to the people who love star wars because the fans are the ones who have kept it alive all these years if it wasn't for the fans it would be a dead saga just like a lot of other movies out there that people go oh that was a good movie and that's all it would have ever been. But well, so your approach is, fan- yeah, your, your approach is different in the fact that, you know, most podcasts focus on talking about the movies, the novels, the games or whatever, but you're, t- you're turning the tables. You're making it about the fans. Yeah. And I want it to be timeless. Like I want, we don't do news and stuff in Star Wars Expose. We, because we want it to be timeless. Cause so if we do an episode on a certain person, then I want them to be able to enjoy that episode six months down the road and it's still current. I don't want it to be 
I don't want it to be time, time sensitive. I want it to be timeless. So it never gets old and I can, you know, we're, we just did episode six today. So down the road when we're doing episode 36, I want to still be able to go back and go, Hey, go check out episode six. We interviewed Kat Tabor, voice of Padme from the Clone Wars. And it's, it's not time sensitive. It's not old, even though it come out in the fall of 2015 or whatever. It, it's not old. It's, it's timeless. And that's, that's what I wanted to do is so people, if an episode is about a certain person, I don't want them to ever feel old. I want them to know their episode is timeless because they're timeless. So we're not going to hear on your podcast. Well, it's just five more weeks until the force awakens comes out. Yeah. It's all about the person (laughs) you're talking to. Right. It, It is. It is. I love to stay current with things. Of course, uh, the new episode we just posted, I did a lot of um, uh, samples from The Force Awakens with different characters and such. And it's all new. It's weird feeling because, you know, we've, the, we did the first episode or two. We, it was a lot of stuff from the original trilogy and from the prequels. Well, then I started getting samples from The Clone Wars and from Rebels and from The Force Awakens and things like that. So now I love to have such diversity that it feels Star Wars. Now, of course, it's not you know, the Star Wars theme music in there. I love to do, you know, house music, techno, electronic, you know, hip hop, urban. I love that kind of music. And, and it's like, that's a feel good music, but we put a Star Wars element to it to make it feel like you're listening to culturally relevant Star Wars music. (laughs) Now you keep saying we, who else is involved in this with you? Well, we have, I do most of the production work but we actually have a Facebook group that's called Star Wars Expose and we have a community in there and I get people involved. Like I get people to help doing certain segments. I have one, two, three minute little mini segments that people volunteer because I don't want this show to be about me. I want it to be about the fans. I'm the host of the show and I'm the producer of the show, but I don't want to be the one that's the only one under the spotlight. I want to be able to let the light shine on this person and on that person. This person's good at this. My daughter's 18 years old. She has a segment called Star Wars Street Smarts where she goes out all over public places in the mall or whatever. And she goes up to random people and asks them if they like Star Wars. And then she gives them a quiz and then buys them a cookie at the cookie store. Like, and, and she does trick questions and stuff. And but it's fun. Like she has a blast with it. And so I edit all that. And uh, people who do, um, uh, we did one with today's episode that's called things that make you go, Hmm. And it's a guy, he's very, he's a thinker, a very intellectual person when it comes to thinking about the star Wars universe. And he does questions that make the listeners go, you know, that's a pretty good thought. Like, and then he wants people to interact with him. So we promote him. We promote his Twitter account and let him get a following where people are asking him questions and he's answering and he takes that information and then puts it into his next segment. We have a bunch of different segments. I like, I just love for it to be a community thing, not just a me thing, if that makes sense. No, I, I hear you, man. Cause that's, you know, I mean, we're different, but we're, we're a lot uh, the same in that, you know, mm-hmm. um, w- when I wanted to, to put together cloud city casino, you know, I, I said, let's do the stuff I love, the collecting and the gaming. And that's, you know, that's our main, uh, way that we market ourselves. But what we're really about is the things that fans can do, you know, where they can interact with star Wars and, and then also the interactive parts of star Wars, the costuming, the, the props, custom figure makers and stuff like that. You know, that's the stuff that I love about fandom. You know, I think star Wars fans are some of the most inventive and, and intelligent people. I saw someone the other day, cause you know, a lot of people are upset about these new Force Awakens figures. They're like, oh, they're only five points of articulation. And then now what I'm seeing is people who went and bought them and they're modifying them to where they have like 14 points of articulation. You know, oh, wow. it's like, it's, it's insane. You know, it's, it's just, it's awesome that you're seeing the, these fans who are, are super artistic and that art is inspired by Star Wars. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing how people get outside the box mm-hmm. with their art. Like I've seen, there's a guy we have in the expose group and he just made me a BB-8. And and it is a, it's a homemade little, uh, of course, not a real working BB-8. It's a, mm-hmm. 
I don't know the material he uses, but I haven't, I mean, I hadn't got it, gotten it yet. He just sent me pictures of it uh, yesterday. He's, he's about to ship it to me, but it's a, I told him the size that I wanted. He makes custom things and I want to put it in my, on my shelf um, of BB-8. Like he makes, he made a battle droid, like a, you know, separatist battle droid, like life size. Like he mm -hmm. makes this stuff, um, R2-D2, a Yoda, like he makes all these things and their decor or whatever and makes life size and everything. And it's cool. Like that's the kind of people that I look for and go, mm -hmm. I want to interview and showcase that person because they've got a talent. You see all these cosplayers, they, they get creative with their stuff, man. I love oh, yeah. seeing that. And, you know, people who are making, editing these, these fan videos of, you know, they've taken stuff from the trailers and put them all into one big thing. And I love seeing that type of stuff. I love listening to different podcasts and stuff that they are, it's an art. So, I mean, art is a form of expression. So whatever you're doing, that's your form of expression of, you know, expressing what you love. And that's what I look for. I look for people who are doing that kind of thing. I think it's amazing. It's amazing to see people do some of the things that they do. And you that's know? just exactly what you're doing. You're taking your skills of doing video and audio and doing a podcast. And so you're just like one of those people. You're exactly just like that. And and you mentioned earlier about doing some modeling. Are you planning to do any cosplay? Have you done cosplay before? I've been to Dragon Con and Comic Con. You know, I went with Disney Interactive one time to Comic Con. It was really cool because I have VIP tickets. Um, and I didn't have to wait in line. So, <laughs> but you didn't hear that from me. Um, no, <laughs> um, but I remember going to, I never dressed up and I always felt stupid cause I didn't dress up, but dude, I've got some freaking cool Star Wars costumes. Like Halloween one year, I made a freaking death star that was big as a BOSU ball. Wait, wait, and you dressed up as a death star? Yeah, totally. Had, I had Under Armour tights on the, the pants and the shirt and I had gloves and black boots and I had a black baseball cap and I wore this death star around me that looked like the... Jimmy Dean sunshine dude, and, <laughs> but it was a death star. And I had an X-wing in one hand. I had a tie fighter in the other hand and that was my costume. And I won, I won contest and junk. It was freaking cool. Um, so <laughs> I did that, but I did, I, I had an Obi-Wan Kenobi costume because Obi-Wan was my favorite of the prequels. I liked them all of course, but Obi-Wan was the one that I could relate to the most because he was very logical. Um, he wasn't perfect, but you know, uh, but I also did an Anakin costume as well. And like uh, my grandparents taught me how to sew and stuff like that. I don't get deep into it, but I know how to do it. Um, so I made a cool Jedi robe because you could not buy those things back then. Like, so I made my own and I wanted it big. Like how Anakin and Obi-Wan, they had them big old robes that would come. You could barely see who was underneath it. Like you, those kind were cool. The kind Luke had in Return of the Jedi, that thing was washed in hot water because it was shrunk. It was barely covering him, you know? Um, so, I, you know, I, I love doing that kind of stuff. And then I would make up my own type stuff. And then one year I went to Celebration in Orlando and I actually dressed up as Luke from Bespin. I used the same boots that I had from the Obi-Wan costume, but I had to do them different because Luke's uh, Bespin outfit or Empire Strikes Back outfit his shoes were different. They were more like moccasin type shoes. And so I had to change things up a tad, but I I totally pulled it off. And and I was Luke. My hair looked like Luke at the time. So I went to Celebration and I found a buddy of mine that he was dressed as Han Solo from Empire Strikes Back. And his girlfriend was dressed up as Leia from Empire Strikes Back. And we walked around together. It was freaking cool. <laughs> um, so, I mean... I've, I've, I've done some, but I've never been, I would never label myself as a cosplayer, but I've always thought it was cool. And I'd go to these, these conventions and stuff. Hey, hey everyone. This is Richard. And this is Sarah. From Skywalking Through Neverland. Neverland. And, and you are listening, listening to Cloud City Casino. Right on. Where you can find the best carbon freezing chambers. Anything else about expose that you want to? Oh yeah, hit expose. Or yeah. <laughs> um, um, so we started the podcast. It's it's our mission statement is to produce a weekly podcast interviewing the world's most inspiring and successful Star Wars fan fans 
sharing their journey, laughing along the way, and empowering listeners to take their Star Wars fandom to the next level. So our mission, everything that we do in Star Wars Exposé, whether it's in the Facebook group, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's in anything we do in social media or whatever, it is to bring limelight to the fans, strengthening the fans, and helping the fans grow and perhaps even helping them create a business from their fandom to make make it lucrative so they can actually have either a side job or a full-time career in doing what they love. Like these guys who make these costumes and make these, these things, like they can make money off of that. But a lot mm-hmm. of times they don't realize that they can. And because I've been a, a, a life coach, a business coach, you know, for so many years, I and I'm, and I'm a marketing consultant, I bring all of that to the table and I say, here, you can do this, 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 that, that, and this. And this is how you make money at that. And then they get the vision, the light goes on and they're like, oh my gosh, you know? And so we just love to help fans do what they love and not, you know, be stuck to being stressed out or whatever. If, they, if people, man, if you can make money doing something that you love, do it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's that's why Harrison Ford played in The Force Awakens because he's making money doing what he loves. Exactly. I was telling Michael, I think it was just uh, yesterday or today that you know when I talk to people and I say, oh yeah, you know, do some podcasting. They uh, nine times out of ten, people are like, do you make money at that? I mean, you need to find a way to make money. And I'm like, no, we don't make money. We do it because we love it. It's a hobby. It's for fun. Yeah. But Jeremy. If you can tell me how we can make money at this, then I'm all ears with the headphones on. <laughs> there's actually, there's a lot of ways that you can make money in podcasting. I'm a branding person. I coach people. This is what I do. So I actually have a my business that I do, JW Jeremy Williamson Branding and Video. I can take Star Wars fans and I have several clients that are Star Wars fans that that I am branding them and coaching them and helping them turn their fandom into a business and anything from designing their corporate identity, their logos, this, that, or whatever, helping them design their website or, you know, doing videos or podcast or whatever they need to get done. Um, that's, they hire me to do that. And so I have, I, I have an ad on my podcast that is because my company is the main sponsor of the podcast because I produce it. (laughs) So I put my own advertisement in it, but I don't necessarily do Star Wars expose to get clients. It's just letting people know if they want to do something, then I have a business. That's what I do over here. And if they want to take their fandom over here and make it something, they can hire me to do it. So there's ways that you can implement a lot of things into your podcast to make money. Right. And if you do something that you love, you're going to put more and more effort into it and you'll probably be very successful at what you're doing. Exactly. See, this is part of that motivational thing that that comes across (laughs) from you. (laughs) Yeah, it just it just happens. But now there's other things. Yes. And now there's other things you like to do among Star Wars besides doing podcasting. But you mentioned once to us uh, that you like to play video games. As long, if it's Star Wars video games, you're into it, right? Yes, definitely into it. Even so the you, little mobile phone games and stuff. I don't really play those a lot, but I will play them for a minute. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. And I love them to death, you know, but uh, if I'm going to play a video game, dude, I got to get on the big screen and sit down for like four hours <laughs> yeah, because you said you told me before we got on air that you you're not a big video gamer, but when it comes to Star Wars, you're there. Yes, I so, I used to love, I used to really like, and you know, enjoy playing Call of Duty and things like that. But I wasn't a gamer. I wasn't, I wasn't one of those people that I was okay, you know. But I would still get shot by these nine year olds that would laugh mm-hmm. at me and cuss me out. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just try again, you know. <laughs> but but when it comes to video Star Wars, dude, I'm in. I don't care. Like Battlefront, dude. I I had Xbox Live on the first two Battlefront games, and I would play that junk. And I was good at that one. Like I was good. Like I would run around, 
I knew the exact spots to hide and everything, and I would tear them up. This new battlefront, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. What's, so by the time this episode releases, um, unless Bruce lets me drop it early, the game will be out. So um, Yeah. And I did play the beta version. That was freaking amazing. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. See, we actually we did um, an episode talking about the beta version with uh, Mike and Joe of the Cantina cast. And yeah. so the plan was at that point um, to, you know, we were going to play it and, and talk about it and everything. And uh, my wife has Crohn's disease. And so she ended up having to go to the hospital at that point. And, you know, she was in the hospital that whole weekend that they did the beta. So I didn't get to play it whatsoever. And Bruce kind of got confused about, he thought it was released at that point, not that you had like a window. And he's like, I'm ready to play. And I'm like, well, wait until the 17th cause, <laughs> or 18th of November because that's when uh, you'll be able to play. I get very busy. And then all of a sudden time flies by. And then when I sit down to do something, it's too late. And that's well, what happened. <laughs> I didn't even know they were like it was for a limited time. I just figured it was going to be open until the actual game come out. See, so that's what I thought. I too. played it for about a week or so. And then when I went to play it again, it like wouldn't work. And I so I had to look it up and it said it stopped like the day before yesterday. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So but it was fun while it lasted. So what would you like about it? Um, It felt real like it was. I, you know, I bought, I pre-ordered Battlefront in June and I didn't even have a PS4 yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you do now, but I do now. Okay. And I, I got one that was a, a Star Wars bundle. So it came with, um, what did it come with? It came with, oh, Disney Infinity 3.0, the starter kit and everything. It came with Star Wars Angry Birds. It came with a couple of other games that aren't Star Wars, but, um, it was a really good deal, so I went ahead and bought it. And Disney Infinity, oh my gosh, I can play that thing forever. Like, I really wish they would expand that game and make it bigger, like more worlds and stuff like that, because uh, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's easy and I want to, you know, conquer it, but all, all the characters and stuff. Like, I dig playing Ahsoka in the uh, Galactic Empire Sec section because she was in Rebels. And I'm thinking, well, maybe she lived and she played in the, you know, she helped blow up the Death Star. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> and so, you know, things like that, I totally get into. Battlefront was freaking amazing. Like, it really, it was very real. Now, I remember the old games. The old games are awesome. I even had it on the PS, the PlayStation mobile thing, you know, um, and I had a couple of Battlefront games on that. It was like Renegade or Elite Squadron or something like that. And they were fun. Uh, I don't really care for handheld games anymore. Um, I just feel like if I'm going to, you know, I'm on my phone or whatever and tablet enough. I don't want to play games on it. So I'd rather play games on my game system where I don't even need to be on my phone. So, but with Battlefront, dude, when I go get that thing on Monday, I'm going to be playing. I, I'm going to take days off next week. <laughs> the wild thing is I have a PS3 and I stopped playing my PS3 about a year and a half or so ago. I just stopped playing. Like I got too busy with work and I would never let myself sit down and just play it anymore. And I have probably two dozen or so games, but I just, I don't know. I, I just, you know, but when the the Disney acquisition happened and they were going to release all these new things, I thought, Hey, I'm going to get this. I'm going to do the PS4 and I'm going to, they're coming out with a battlefront. I'm, I'm in, I'm in. I'm going to get it. I'm going to play it. And I'm going to play it a lot. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it's going to be fun. And, and so you've got, uh, you've got it on the PlayStation and that's what it seems like. Uh, you know, there's a couple other uh, podcasts that uh, have said, you know, that that's the way that they're going to go. So we're all going to be trying to, to match well, if up. Are, if y'all are on so. PlayStation Network, add me. It's Jemaya Online, same as my Twitter and everything else. So make sure you add me so we can all play as a team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, well, see, I, I, I have I have my own strategy on this. Instead of me going out and spending the money to <laughs> buy this, I'm just going to play everybody else's. So I'll be at all your guys' houses at Dude, some that's point smart. doing this. That's a good idea. Because then, then what we do is we plan a big day and we all pile up at the same place and have like TVs everywhere, <laughs> PlayStation's awesome. everywhere, <laughs> and then freaking like take over the world. I've got people in the expose group that 
they're wanting to create a clan, an expose clan. So we will have everybody, we're all, we all go in together and look, watch each other's back and stuff. So y'all can get in our clan if you want. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Cause that's, you know, definitely going to, to be playing. I just, the main thing is, so I don't have the, uh, the PS4 yet. Cause I was just like you, I, I actually didn't even have any intentions of buying the PS4 because I don't, you know, I have a PS3, I haven't played it or anything, but I was like, okay, well, you know, this is coming out. I'm like, Hey guys, we're all getting this on computer, right? Because we have nice, uh, you know, nice computers that can run this. And they're like, no, we're not doing that. We're getting it on PlayStation. I'm like, but I don't <laughs> own that, you know? And, um, and, and that's my local friends. And then, then of course, uh, you know, like Nathan Butler and, and, and some others are saying, they're like, Oh no, 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 get it on PS4. That's what we're doing. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I don't know anybody who's going to be playing this game on the computer, but uh, okay, fine. So I, um, because I didn't have a PlayStation, I'm like, well, I'm just going to kind of hold out and wait and see. And they'll probably end up doing a, uh, like some sort of a bundle. And sure enough, they did the, uh, the Darth Vader bundle. So I've pre-ordered that. So I'll actually be picking that up to play with. Ah, so. You got the Darth Vader one. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good deal. I don't think it's as cool as the, the R2 one that came out. The R2, uh, yeah, that was Xbox. Cool. That yeah, one was R2 really Xbox. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think they probably had a little bit more time then, you know, I think everything kind of had to come, uh, fast and furious this go around. Um, maybe it'll have some, some more details or something. I, I don't know, but you know, it's, there, there's just not as many of the, the cool little details that, that that one had. Um, but it's still really cool. You know, if I'm, if I'm going to buy a PlayStation, I'm definitely glad to be getting this one and instead of, you know, just your generic black PlayStation. Yeah. You know, and, and especially and cool, for, man. I, the one thing that's beautiful about PlayStation is you, you get to play online and everything. And, the cool thing about gaming, you know, game systems these days is the fact that you can download plugins and stuff like that. Like you can expand your game because everything's internet based. Mm-hmm. And just like when you guys did that episode on Disney Infinity, like the beautiful thing about that particular game is it's called Disney Infinity. Right. Which means it is set up for this game to expand all they have to do is put new game pieces and game set play sets or whatever for new worlds and you know that kind of thing and they that game can be around for a while like they won't need to do a infinity 4.0 they can just keep this one and just keep expanding and downloading and you know things like that because three you can get 3.0 for ps3 but when you do it for ps4 uh, it PS4 is going to be around for a while because PS3 lasted into what 2007, I believe, is when it came out or 2006. Um, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah and, it was... and it's 2015. Like, mm-hmm. and when PS4 came out two years ago, like it, they they're gonna, it's gonna last a while. So it's a, right. it's a good investment to to buy it. So you know it's it's and it's got a Blu-ray player, so that's good too. That's why I <laughs> did always choose PS4. Or PS3 over Xbox because of the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. you know. And Blu-ray, I I have an Apple TV and I I do streaming movies and stuff like that. But even when you stream, you are not gonna have the quality you're going to have on a Blu-ray. Right, right. Because when you have a Blu-ray, it's right there. The processor is running it, not the processor running through the internet. Wi-Fi or whatever that could slow it down, blur it up, you know, whatever. So, to me, I think when when if you're going to get a game system, get a PS4 because you're going to get the Blu-ray and it's completely worth it. So you can just red box movies and stuff. Well, yeah. and I really want a PlayStation 4, but here's the problem: I my wife is very supportive of it. She's like, "Yeah, I think that's a great idea, and and the kids will love it." And and I'm I'm just so excited that she's all for it. But here's where my problem lies: she says. I think this would be a great Christmas gift for you. <laughs> and you're like, Christmas? But Christmas, the game comes out wait. next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
So I might have to wait till Christmas until I get it because, you know, she's always asking me for ideas and I'm always buying stuff. And so by the time she asks me for ideas for Christmas, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I pretty much got everything already. So I might have to wait this one out. That's why I'm going to go around to your guys' houses. I'm going to play at your place until <laughs> it shows up under the tree. There you go. <laughs> the Disney Infinity thing, man, you know, we don't we don't have anything for certain past Force Awakens, but I, I would definitely say looking at their past models that, that we're probably going to be getting some more play sets and things. You know, I, I'd heard something about, um, and I don't have my details directly on this, so, well, you can quote me. What's it going to do if you quote me? I don't care. Um, <laughs> there's uh, <laughs> What are you going to do? I mean, like, he said that, and he was wrong. Yep, I was. So... But basically, they're supposed to be doing like a racing type thing to where where you'll be able to actually like race your characters and stuff. Oh yeah, the so. expansion packs that they just announced like what a week or two ago. Yeah, it was it, yeah, it was very recent. So it'd be like Mario Kart or something. Yeah, and, and like how great is that Mario Kart but with Star Wars characters? Yeah, on PlayStation. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> of course, of course, it's on PlayStation. You know, I'm anxious <laughs> to see what they're gonna have a. A the Force Awakens playset, okay. So that means that playset is going to cover just that one movie, whereas the Twilight of the Republic had one playset that covered all of those, like the Clone Wars era, you know, and it only had Geonosis, Coruscant, which Coruscant's huge, but Geonosis, Coruscant, Tatooine, and what was the other one? Naboo, right. And and it was cool, but I'm like, you have all those worlds, y'all need more. Then you got the Galactic Empire, uh, or Rise Against the Empire, or whatever it's called, era. And there's only what Tatooine, and then you go blow up Death Star, and then the Death Star is not. Or they have Alderaan, and mm-hmm. then after you blow up, then Alderaan gets blown up, and then you don't even have that option anymore. Then you do the Death Star thing, and then you have Hoth, and then when you leave Hoth, you have Endor. So the Empire one is even smaller than the Twilight of the Republic one. And I'm like, what about all those? What about Camino and like mm-hmm. all these other ones, all these other worlds that they had that they could do stories on? It would be awesome. But The Force Awakens is going to have a place set just for The Force Awakens. Yeah. So that means they'll probably come out with a play set for Episode 8. And episode nine, you know, which I hope they do. I hope they I hope they keep building on this game, whether it's downloads or game pieces, expansion packs, whatever. Like, I wish they would, because I actually love playing the story mode. The toy boxes are fun. They're cool. Right. You know, but they're not the actual storyline. I wish they would make um, the storyline just more. I enjoyed playing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so many times we talk about this type of things and we're talking about those future movies, but there's also the anthology films, Rogue One. Maybe they'll have an expansion pack for Rogue One and and the Han Solo movie and whatever. Well, even Rebels. Yeah. They could do Rebels. I mean, Mm -hmm. they got Rebels characters, but don't have a Rebels playset. Yeah, I I would love to see a Rebels playset. Because you could do Disney Infinity and they replied to me last week. And it was when they announced uh, the Darth Maul character or whatever. I replied to their thing and I said, you guys should have more play sets for the bad guys perspective. And they replied to me and said, that is a great idea. And I Mm -hmm. said, you bet you it's a great idea. It's lucrative. People will buy that stuff. Mm hmm. And they said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was the official one too. It wasn't like a fan infinity. This was the official Disney infinity Twitter. I was like, yeah, baby, hopefully they'll listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that could be because you have all these villain characters. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm with you, you know, and, and that's the thing that's that's cool about the game. You get more games than just the the one, you know, you you have the whole storyline where you play through um, Twilight of the Republic and then you turn around and you, you flip over to the um, is it Rise of the Empire. Yeah, you know. Rise of the Empire. That's it. And so, so that's like two different games, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I love the idea of having the multiple play sets, you know. And and now we're actually even expanding out a little bit. I just picked up Disgust from the from the Inside Out movie for my wife because uh, that was her favorite character. 
And, um, and then I actually watched it with her and I'm like, well, I kind of like sadness and we might have to pick up a sadness. <laughs> it just kind of starts stretching <laughs> out more and more. It's a lot of fun. Have you picked up any characters besides your, your Ahsoka and Anakin? Um, I have Ahsoka, Anakin, Yoda, and do I only have three? Do I only have three? I thought I had a fourth one. I can't remember what it was. Maybe I only do have, no, I have one more. What is it? <laughs> Well, um, I don't even remember. <laughs> so, they, so there's the the rebels characters. So, of course, there's Kanan, Ezra, uh, Zeb, and then uh, Sabine. Yeah, and then and then you've got your uh, Luke and Leia, which come together in in their playset. You have uh, Han and Chewie. Han, you Chewie, have Darth Maul, Vader. Darth Vader. You yeah. have a whole bunch. Yeah, dude, they could do Darth Sidious. They could do Count Dooku. They could do. I mean, they could do so many. Mm-hmm. Like, and I really hope they do. I hope they really expand because they can. That is a game that is set up for expansion. That's why it's called yeah. Infinity. Right. Yeah. And so now here, here's the thing, too. And I mentioned this in uh, our last podcast because those are the ones that were available at the time. Uh, but now there's the the FX, uh, you know, the light FX, which are they come to about $15 retail. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to be. Uh, store exclusives, and, and that's going to be permanently. So, for instance, you can get a Kanan whose lightsaber lights up, but the only way you can do that is getting it through Amazon. You know, you, you won't be uh-uh. able to, to go somewhere else to, to get it. You can still get him, you know, from anywhere, uh, but if you want the, the light-up lightsaber, then you can uh, pre-order that through Amazon now. Um, as far as uh, Obi-Wan, you know, they're going to do a light-up Obi-Wan and he's going to be exclusive to GameStop. What? Yeah. And uh Target is going to have a Yoda that, that lights up. Um, let's see, Best Buy is going to be Anakin. And they just released that uh Toys R Us will be getting a light up Vader, which means because we we knew all the ones that would be receiving the light up figures. So we that means that at some point Walmart um, is going to be dropping the light up Luke Skywalker. Mm. Yeah. So all of them with the you know I mean to me that's I'm like okay I'm, I've been waiting so I've waited this whole time and so now I've been hitting all the pre orders uh, for them. But I'm like, well, okay, you know, these are really cool. And it's like, yeah, but we're going to be releasing them to where when you set them on the stand, their lightsabers light up. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait. I'll wait, you know. <laughs> Man, that's cool. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So I'll I'll be in, I'll end up getting um, all of them. I have everything pre-ordered except for the Anakin, the Luke, and the Vader. And I actually will probably be doing the, the Vader tonight. I got to look at something and see. Because they they only ship them to um, to your home from the website, like you. Because I tried to do the what's uh, the website? So it's just um, well, it depends on, on on which one you want to to go with. So name any cool one. Okay, so like Vader is Toys R Us. So that that is the one thing about it that kind of stunk. Because I'm like, okay, well I'll uh, I'll pre-order my Vader, and it's like, okay, that's gonna cost you. Um, twenty dollars because it's the fifteen for the toy, and then you got to pay the shipping. But if it's nineteen dollars, yeah. then you can have it shipped for free. And I'm like, it's cheaper to buy something else than to to pay the shipping, you know. So that I've got to get that worked out. Um, but actually, they have it for fifteen ninety nine, so sixteen dollars. They're a little bit, a little bit more expensive. I see. But. They got a Darth Vader for fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Save ten dollars with Disney Infinity Starter. Pa- oh, I already got that, but. Yeah, and then Wait, so, here it is, the light effects fixture. Okay, here it right. is. So what's the difference really besides the light? Is there anything else that no, is no, special about them or is it just because their lightsaber lights up? It's just that their lightsaber lights up. And like I said, you know, to a lot of people, that's probably not a big deal. But to me, I'm like, that's awesome. I'm, that is, I got to have that. Is, that. <laughs> it's very cool how you can like take, you can be in the middle of a game and you can like take one off, put it on. Like I've, I've I've been in the middle of a game of the Rise of the Empire. I took that game piece off and put the Twilight Republic on, and it went straight to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is awesome." Yep. <laughs> yep. So it, they're marking them down like the regular ones. Mm-hmm. Obi One's twelve ninety nine. Ezra is ten ninety nine. Uh, well, come Black Friday, Walmart's going to be having, um, I believe, all of them for nine dollars. 
I, oh, I just picked yeah. up my Darth Maul at Toys R Us a couple days ago, um, and I I don't know if I if I posted it in in the page or not, but it's too late now, one way or the other. But I, I'm sure we'll see this again. But you know, Toys R Us, I picked up my Darth Maul for nine bucks. So yeah, they're they're definitely marking them down. So I don't mind. Um, you know, paying a dollar more to to get the ones that aren't marked down with the light up lightsabers. Yeah, I got my Chewie and my um, Han marked down as well. So for anybody who who isn't even interested in the game, because I, I feel like a lot of people kind of look at it and go, oh, "This is probably a kids' game." It is a lot of fun. A lot of people talk about like the Lego games and stuff. There's so many people who are like, "Oh, you know, kids, blah 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 blah," but then they're like, "Well, those and Lego games are fun." You know, I love this the is Lego games. games are fun. Yeah, yeah. but the Infinity games are like Lego games on steroids like yeah, it's even better exactly so i would definitely say check it out but um at least you know look into collecting these these uh figures because they're I, I so do cool. like the figures like mm -hmm. i would get these figures before i'd get a, a black series figure now don't get me wrong i'm not against them or whatever mm -hmm. but these are so fun they're so cool to look at they're so animated you know that like i'm all about decor like i could put them all on a shelf on my office and just look at them and be like you guys are awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We actually have them. This is kind of lame, but whatever. We, we actually have ours uh, displayed up on the, like the little fireplace mantle. <laughs> Dude, that's where I put mine one day. Uh-huh. Because I didn't want my pit bull to get on. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I cannot believe I have my figures on the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We have the same thing going on. But what um, I'm wondering with Infinity is, can... Like, I I like some of the Marvel ones, and I would really like to play, like, the Spider-Man ones, like, in the city and run around the city and do all that like you do on Coruscant and stuff with, with the, you know, the Twilight characters or whatnot. Um, but you cannot put 2.0 characters on a 3.0 set, can you? Well, you won't. So, you can't actually uh, cross toy boxes. So... Um, no, that's not right. What am I saying? Play sets. So, for instance, you can play Star Wars characters in other Star Wars play sets, but uh -huh. you can't, for instance, take Vader into the Inside Out play set or vice versa. Okay, so if you... Like, the only Marvel play sets that I... I mean, the only Marvel ones that I've seen was the big Iron Man... What's it called? The big one? Mm -hmm. Big chunky one. And then yeah, the Ultron... And then the Black Spider-Man, and then there was one more. Do they have their own playset piece for their city, like Manhattan or whatever? Because that's what 2.0 had, right? Right. So I um I know that you can uh you can sort of cross as far as the the 3.0 2.0, but as far as if there is an actual 3.0 playset. I'm not certain about that. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I have not paid as much attention um, to anything outside of uh, yeah. of Star Wars. Besides, like I said, my, my wife was like, what? They're doing Inside Out? We got to do this. I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> you know, so see, I would love to get the Marvel, if it's the city, you know, where, where you see the commercial mm -hmm. with them running through the city and all that. That would be fun because I used to love the old Spider-Man games where you could roam around Manhattan and do your own little deal. That was always fun to me. And I love how uh disney infinity is with, with the star wars you can roam around the worlds and do you do whatever you want though the little missions and stuff i like that so i was thinking i've got a 3.0 is there a way that i can is there a a, a game a 3.0 marvel game piece i mean playset excuse me a playset for 3.0 I see figures, but I don't right. see a playset. So yeah, so I'm gonna say from what I'm seeing right now, no, there's not a 3.0 playset. But unless I'm mistaken, you can take and turn around and take your uh, your 2.0 playset, and so you can actually take the Hulkbuster figure into the 2.0 playset. So you can back like I, you can take 3.0 and play on 2.0. You just can't put 2.0 on 3.0. Uh, no, no, no. You can, you can, you can put 2.0 on 3.0 as well. Um, you just, like I said, you cannot cross. Um, you can't cross the genres, basically. Okay, right. so, so you can play. You can mix. You can mix all your characters in the different toy boxes. I think so. You can take 2.0 characters and put them in 3.0 in the toy box. You just can't take them into those play sets. So is the is the 2.0 
plate, like the little the plate that you plug into your your game system, is that a completely separate thing for the 2.0? You know what I'm talking not about? Sure. The, the, yeah. the, the thing that you set your characters on? Oh, yeah, yeah. That is completely... Yeah, that's the same. You, you can... Um, yeah, you, you can use the, the 2.0 or the 3.0. Uh, so they're separate plates. Like, there's a 3.0 plate that you plug in, and there's a 2.0 plate that you plug in. Well, right, but I'm saying like it's they're the same, if I'm not mistaken. The 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 plate, you can use the 2.0 or the 3.0. Yeah, because I'm looking at them right here, and they're the same thing. So so what matters is what the pieces that you put on them. Mm-hmm, yeah, so, so you have... So I yeah. don't have to buy a 2.0 plate then. Right. Right. Okay. You can you could um you could throw a a 3.0 um playset onto or excuse me a 2.0 playset on a, a 3.0 plate and and it would work fine. Perfect. Boom. Yep. That's what I wanted to yep. know. So I can get I can get a 2.0 Marvel playset with Spider-Man and Captain America and I can play it on my plate that I already got with my 3.0 kit. Yes. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, so they, they you That's know they've genius. done a great okay, job of of really making it interchangeable because, <laughs> you know, I would have thought that you need to make sure and, and maybe the maybe some of the the Skylanders games because you know they were kind of the the forerunner uh, to this but, um, you know maybe those you had to have the specific. Um, game console that it was for or whatever or maybe i'm just thinking wrong but uh -huh. you know it's you can you can swap them out so for instance bruce has a xbox 360 you know and and so I, i've been playing mine on well i was playing on my brother's ps4 because i was like well i'm gonna end up with this so let me borrow your ps4 but um so you know i can <laughs> take those same ones and then play on on his console because they're you know they're interchangeable. Uh, to yeah. The, yeah. So that's really cool. It seems like they've they've really tried to make it easier um, for you know for trying to just grab something that way, which you know which is good because for one thing you don't have to worry about oh you know we've got to make this run and now we've got to make this run separately or whatever. And then also you don't have to worry about you know if grandma wants to get um, you know granddaughter and grandson something for Christmas. And she knows they really like this Disney 3.0. She mm -hmm. can just go get the figure and she doesn't have to worry about, okay, I got the figure they want, but is it for the system that they have? Another really cool thing that Toys R Us is doing, and I'm sorry that I, I didn't release this earlier, but I just found out about it myself. But they are doing what they're calling epic battles. And what this is, I actually had Bruce doing this before uh, you hopped on, Jeremy, but it's... A, a thing so you go to their little epic battles page on on toys r us's website right and you click in and so the one that they're doing this week is the battle for indoor and they give you this uh large like picture find type thing kind of like a where where's waldo type thing and uh -huh. they're like okay find these items and you got to go through and you're like where is the like I, I see this scout trooper but i need to find the one that's lost and you're like oh there he is and you click on him well, when you're done with that, they actually give you a certificate. And then you take that certificate to your local Toys R Us, and for free, they give you a medal. And the medals are really nice. Like, it's an actual, uh, like, made of metal award. I mean, it, it kind of like looks... Ribbon? Like ribbon? Like, yeah. A, a New Hope medal? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so you're not going to get the whole... Um, sash i guess was it mm -hmm. is that the, the piece or the the actual ribbon piece so it's yeah. more like a but you get the metal itself yes somebody should tell chewbacca about this so he can get his <laughs> right <Before. laughs> For real. the one that uh was last week's was or, or they it's on the weekend so they'll they'll have the actual um uh, like a little calendar for for when you can go turn these certificates in right but uh last week's was the battle of hoth and they, they look really nice. So this is a, a blue one. So it's a, a light blue on the outsides. And then you've got the uh, dark blue stripe down it. There's actually the little Imperial cog and an ATAT -AT driver that's that's in here, which is, it looks really cool. So it says uh, Star Wars Epic Battles Hoth. Uh, the the next one, which is, is going to be for this weekend, is going to be Endor. 
and uh, it actually has a uh, a little Ewok on it, and um, you know it's um it, it's kind of it's the the green one, and then of course after that we've got the uh, the Battle of Yavin, which has Vader on that, and then uh, that one's gonna be black and gray, and then there's the Battle of Tatooine. Now I don't remember the Battle of Tatooine, but uh, possibly that's a new thing that's, that's coming up. Um, and then oh, that's going to have uh, R2 and C-3PO on that. So those are completely free. Uh, Toys R Us is doing them. They're really nice. They're Like I said, it's sort of like a little pin-on type metal rather than a uh, put-around-your-neck type metal. Oh, that's cool. But uh, we also have the the Smuggler's Bounty, which it's it's actually too late to get in the first one now. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm terrible about getting information out on time. Today was uh, the last day, so by the time anyone hears this, it's, it's going to be too late for, for this pack but they did reveal that uh so it's the funko it's a lot like the how they've done the um oh what were they called the uh, the loot crates right so this is the star wars exclusive uh style you know like loot crate type of, of deal where they you kind of get these blind boxes sent to you and now this is going to be bi-monthly and so this one they're saying is going to have two fun- two exclusive Funko Pop dolls in it. And they actually revealed one, and it is the Phasma, but it's chromed out. Um, that was one I was kind of waiting on, so I made sure to at least hop on for this month, and I'll, I'll see how it goes from there. Uh, once again, we uh, immediately after finding out, we just did our, uh, or we just released our um, Star Wars Uprising episode and and literally that day i believe that we released it was the day that they did an update and then they also did the battle for cloud city which um ended up uh everyone kind of jumped on that one and uh cloud city was liberated on the game which now means that uh people will be able to actually go to cloud city play the cloud city missions and then actually the level cap has been lifted so a lot of a um, lot of cool stuff with that. I know, Jeremy, you said you didn't uh, play any of the uh, the handheld games, but the- I played. I did play Uprising. It was pretty cool, and Cat Tabor is actually the voice of the sister. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so so Riley. Um, yeah. So that that's one of the few things that stays consistent. So her name is Riley. <laughs> so so I got to pick my you know I went with a cool Star Wars esque name. So I'm like okay Darrow Rake, and so she's Riley Rake on, on mine. But if you wanted to do Williamson as your last name, so then it would be Riley Williamson. But uh, that's actually really cool. So it's I like didn't she know was that. my sister. She's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you just keep working it. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's a really fun game. I've I've really enjoyed it, uh, and the more that I've I've played and played with it, um, I'm like, oh, okay, so that's what this thing is, or whatever. And I'm kind of figuring the stuff out and and enjoying it more. And so, of course, you know, I have a little bit of bias toward Cloud City, and uh, that that's really cool. So that's been liberated, so everyone can actually go uh, play on on Cloud City now once they kind of get to that that level cap. Uh, another thing too is the the steel books are now out. Um, these, they, they kind of had pre-orders for these a while back. They, unfortunately, there's no special bonuses or anything, uh, about them that's, um, that's new other than the fact that the, you can now get the Star Wars Blu-rays individually and they are on, on Steelbooks and they, I think they look great. You know, they, um, it's a, it's a character's face for each one. So it's, uh, Maul for Phantom Menace. You've got, uh, Yoda for, Attack of the Clones. You have Grievous for Revenge of the Sith. You have a Stormtrooper for A New Hope. Vader for um, uh, I can't. I just blanked out. Vader for uh, The Empire Strikes Back, and then you have um, Emperor Palpatine for uh, Return of the Jedi. So, uh, um, did I do that backwards? Maybe. Okay, I did do that backwards. So it's. Uh, Vader for A New Hope, a Stormtrooper for The Empire Strikes Back, and then Palpatine for Return of the Jedi. So those nice. are out now. They're you know I'm seeing them right now for like 15 bucks on Amazon. So they're they're not very expensive, but you're not going to get a lot of the cool uh, extras that that are on on that uh, that Saga edition. So just something to keep in mind for anyone who's you know who may be interested or, or a completionist or something like that. Um, the other thing too. Now this is. This is actually really cool. Hasbro has now one of the big things about 
the uh, the Poe X-wing in the three and three quarters. That uh, that figure that X-wing was you know a big disappointment for a lot of people, and and the biggest problem with it was how Hasbro was packing it. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, the way they were packing it, they actually had the you know the the laser cannons packed in the corner. So the way that the packaging was, every single um, every single X-wing come out with bent laser cannons, and so now Hasbro is actually shipping to anyone who who uh, kind of contacts them. They are they are actually shipping out brand new laser cannons that are packaged in a straight package, so that you can replace those out and you can actually have the the straight laser cannons. So oh, dang. that that's a lot a lot more helpful because that that was the main thing. Now I know some people were talking about the the nose was uh, a little bent too the way they packed that. So it seems like they really, you know, they really messed up the packaging of that, uh, you know, of that uh, that ship. So. It's um you know it's not fixed but at least they will send you um at least the 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 cannons if if you have one with a bent nose they they may send you that as well so if anyone has that they they're having that issue contact Hasbro and they should make good on that and um I mean that's that's all I have for anything that's kind of going on right now Jeremy I really appreciate you um joining us today. Man, it was awesome. We got to do it again sometime. Oh yeah, definitely. So I mean, you know, it's since we live so far apart, I don't know when we'll be able to get <laughs> back to it. But. For real. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's um, stone throw let's um, try to get together here again soon, so I can interview you guys together for Star Wars Expose. Scoundrels, I, I definitely appreciate every one of you joining in to and uh, listening to us talk to Jeremy this week. Of course, you know you can uh, always find us at Cloud City Casino on both Twitter and Facebook. So you can just go there, like, follow, uh, reach out to us. You know, we also have the uh, Cloud City Casino at Gmail email account. So you can always send us stuff there. As we get closer to The Force Awakens, that may be the easiest way to reach me because I'm kind of trying to stay off the social media to, to avoid spoilers. It's, it's starting to ramp up to that point. Um, but any questions, comments, anything that you uh, you want to hit us with, go ahead and, and reach out to us. Um, also, of course, you know we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And uh, you can just go ahead and subscribe to us on there. I know iTunes has a, uh, a little review section. If you click over, give us a five-star review. We'd definitely be indebted to you for that. And uh, even read it on the show for you if you want. And um, at, uh, let's see, the Twitter, you can reach me there as well. I'm at Morris Isley. Bruce, where you at, man? You can find me on Twitter at Admiral underscore Rex. And, of course, you can also listen to our episodes on StarWarsReport.com. That's right. You remembered this time. I did. <laughs> That's right. You can find us at Cloud City Casino on the uh, there's a little drop-down tab of all the podcasts on StarWarsReport.com. Uh, we'll be there with uh, the likes of Wampa's Lair. I've actually been getting a couple little... I, I wrote in something for them, and, and so they've kind of been mentioning us lately, so make sure and give a little love back. Uh, but yeah, Wampa's Lair, great podcast. Star Wars Bookworms with uh, the hilarious Teresa Delgado and... Uh, uh, Aaron Goins, who's also fantastic. Of course, there's the main show. And then we also have uh, Ion Cannon, which is new. And then uh, Star Wars Beyond the Films. We've, we've had those guys on here several times, and I've actually been on there. They won't let Bruce on since he keeps wanting to uh, talk about Splinter of the Mind's Eye. And uh, I think that's... <laughs> think they're, they're they've had enough of that so i personally told alan dean foster at celebration that that was a good book and he laughed <laughs> seriously in your face all right so <laughs> but uh yeah definitely check out all of them and uh since we've got him on he's probably the best person to tell you where you can uh reach him jeremy wh where can everybody find you man i'm right here oh okay <laughs> he's right there everybody go find him yeah everybody <laughs> can find me on you can find all of our links really on jemiah.com or starwarsexpose.com or starwarsexposed.com. You can find me on all social media really as Jemiah Online. That's J-M-I-A-H and the word online. Twitter, uh, what? Twitter, Instagram, Vine, Snapchat, 
Skype, whatever. It's all at Jemiah online. I love Twitter people. If you follow me, I follow you back. If you unfollow me, I unfollow you back <laughs> just because I, I love giving honor where honor is due. And if one, somebody wants to take the time to follow me, I'm going to follow them back. If you send messages to me, I'm going to reply. I'm going to retweet and I'm going to like that stuff just because I love interaction on social media. You can find me on Facebook under Jeremy Jemiah Williamson and you can find me in Georgia somewhere, somehow, some way. <laughs> and my phone number. Oh, wait a second. I don't need to get Yeah, it's probably we can probably cut my, that right my, there. <laughs> my credit card number is. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Edit. Cut. Social security number Where's is. Where's the R2 noises? <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys are awesome. Man, I, I appreciate it. And once again, I really appreciate uh, the scoundrels for, for tuning in again this week. Uh, you guys are the best. You guys are awesome. And uh, take care out there and never forget. Let the Wookiee win. Wookiee, yes. You can have it. Punch it. Okay, what was I supposed to do again? I had to get Chewy to let go of me. (laughs) (laughs) Totally went ADD and completely distracted. Sorry. No, that's cool, brother. That's what happens when you're the fake Lando. (laughs) That's right. You know that's going to be your role on here from now on. That's it, man. We're all around, looking around Cloud City, trying to find that darn lightsaber. Gosh. (laughs) We'll find it eventually. Gosh. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, what'd you ask me to do? (laughs) (laughs) Let the Wookiee win.